Hey guys, it's been a while, hey? And so much has happened in such a short space of time. They say that time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> well, I'd be lying if I said that the past few weeks have been all fun. It's been anything but. <laughs> it's been sickness and sickly people and sickening people and through it all, I was left with people who really matter and that's what's most important. The people who really do remind us that in a world full of bad people, they are good ones too. Because hey, even the lotus flower blossoms in muddy waters and that is something. That brings me to this podcast. So a friend of mine lent me what may just be one of the most life-changing reads ever. And I figured what better way to get into the swing of things than sharing the experience of this read with you. The book is called Tuesdays with Mori. And if you haven't read it as yet, do yourself a favor, do your soul a favor and read it. It's about an old man and a young one and the greatest lessons in life. It's a book about the appreciation of life, love and friendship. It's a book about living in the now, about following your dreams and about being unashamedly you. It's a book that brought me to tears, literally. I broke into pieces as each word forced me to live out Maury's last days with him. But it also forced me to recognize how my perspective could change absolutely everything. A concept not foreign to me, but one I and I think we fail to understand and respect time and time again. Tuesdays with Maury is more than just about a dying man's last words. It's, it's a beautiful inspirational tale of a man's life, a, a man whose passion for the human spirit continued to live long after his last breath. For you, maybe it's a grandparent, a teacher, colleague, partner, friend, whomever. Someone who understood you when you were searching and who gave you advice to help you find your way. For Mitch, that person was Maury Schwartz, his ex-college professor. The book is about these two characters and takes you on this journey like no other. Mitch rediscovered Maury in the last months of his life. Knowing Maury was dying, Mitch visits him every Tuesday. And they rekindle the sort of bond that ultimately turns into one final class or lecture. You see, Maury, his professor, wasn't some superstar, but he's someone who'd make more of an impression on you than like Richard Branson. Mitch and Maury then spend Tuesdays together exploring life's um, issues, if you will. All the while, the backdrop is that Maury is actually giving his last lecture and Mitch is writing his final thesis, I guess. There's a very enlightening chapter when Maury is diagnosed with motor neuron disease. And he asks the doctor, am I going to die? And the doctor replies, yes, you are. I'm very sorry. He then sits with Maury and his wife for a long time, patiently and answers all of their questions. And when they leave, the doctor gives them these pamphlets to read, obviously read up on the disease. And it seems kind of cold. I don't know. But in that moment, you're left feeling pretty cold. And then they step out of the doctor's office, of course, outside. And the sun shining and people are going about their routines. And there's, I remembered reading about someone putting money in the parking meter and another carrying groceries. And you left to focus on Maury and his partner, who've just been given this most terrible news. And obviously, they have a million things running through their minds. And they are watching all this mundane behavior all around them. And then you focus on them and 
they are wondering how much time they have left and how will they manage and how will they manage bills and in that moment they are stunned by the normalcy of the day around them of the people around them i mean shouldn't the world stop don't they know what's happening to him but the world didn't stop it didn't take notice at all why because things go on people live their own lives yeah sure there are those who will love you and care for you and catch up and check up but they will stop not so much so cuz they don't care but because they will have demands in their life that will eventually win their attention so what do you do shrivel up and die no you try to pick up the broken pieces one at a time and you build you piece together you survive because when you're drowning in disillusion and pain and fear and when your will is tipped over by the painfulness of turmoil then you have to survive and the only thing that can fuel that is your perspective and i guess that's what this book is about there's a chapter where mitch asks mori how he copes with his loss of privacy because he's lost his sense of motion and his mobility and obviously because of the disease he's facing all of this and mori says it's like going back to being a child again someone to bathe you and lift you and someone to wipe you we all know how to be a child it's inside all of us for me it's just remembering how to enjoy it and he says all of this to mitch and as a reader as i read each word i'm reminded if that isn't the true meaning of making the most out of an unfortunate situation then i don't know what is the character of mori is a simple yet meaningful one he's led a simple and meaningful life and it inspires you to live yours to the fullest maybe his story is more powerful because you're not only taking in his wisdom but you are experiencing his death which can at times be unbearable to read take it from me in his words though he's fortunate enough to know that he's dying and he takes stock of his life as it comes to an end he handles it with bravery and compassion and when the final moment comes you feel as though you've lost a dear friend mori's journey towards death is the catalyst that pushes mitch to finally take charge of his life and if you are where i was reading this i truly believe that it could almost do the same for you Mori shares a wisdom that makes you question whether you're really living life to the max or just floating around waiting for death to come take you. Guys, with the telling of each page, I read about love and life and and second chances. It's nothing I didn't know and I'm sure it's nothing you don't know either. But with each so convincingly written word, I bought into this ideal. I learned about finding meaning in life. You need to appreciate the 23-year-old in you, the 35-year-old in you, and the 62-year-old in you. Don't wait for the right moment. The right moment is now. Watching Mori go through life, embracing his eccentricities, celebrating his failures, taking pride in his uniqueness, you know, and all this through tormenting childhood years and losing a mother, a brother, living under severe financial constraints, yearning for a glimmer of affection from his father, and then being diagnosed with a fatal disease holding a living funeral for himself all the while choosing to do all of it on his own terms screw feeling sorry for himself he didn't have time for that shit he had two choices wallow in self pity or use the time he has left to tell his story to teach his final lessons 
living his best life with those he loves. This has given me so much hope and assurance. I know it's easier said than done, right? But we can at least try, can't we? Life is a paradox of uncertainties. Except for one thing. Death. So, buy yourself those flowers. Ask her out. Ask him out. Hell, ask them out. Pinch someone's bum. Eat that last piece of cake. Dance even though you have two left feet. Sing even if it makes the birds fly away. Dance in the rain. Celebrate your wrinkles. Smile freely. Hug tightly. Love openly. And that's my challenge to you. This has really truly been one of my most favorite reads. No one values words more than I do and no one realizes the impact of it more than I do. But this book really did a number on me. If you can, please get a copy of it and do yourself a favor, read it. I know there's been a long break in my podcast uploads. I apologize and I will change that. With each podcast, I share a piece of my heart and my soul with you. In return, I'd like to thank those who wrote to me and shared a piece of this. I love you and you make these podcasts worth it. From me, the Linguistic Florist, until next time, remember, life is golden. Bye.